Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for October the 6th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. I know that I am. And I pray the same is true for you. And for those who have COVID, our prayers are that you can naturally gain the antibodies you need to fight this bio weapon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm convinced that the coronavirus is an engineered, intentionally released weapon. I also believe that the vaccines are an engineered bio weapon. Both dangerous as all get out. Pray that we can naturally gain the immunity we need studies are showing how much more important it is for example anthony fauci whacked out crazy fauci declares that americans should give up individual freedom for the greater good of society has he lost his mind doesn't he understand the founding father-esque reality check that if you trade your liberty for security you will wind up with neither i mean come on fauci We also talked about the Great Barrington Declaration. They call it focused protection, ladies and gentlemen. And if you read that declaration, at first you'll go, you know, that sounds pretty good. Hey, it's, you know what, let's let's protect the elderly. Let's go ahead and let the rest of society live normally. Let's bring back all of society. This is really good. But if you dig into what the Barrington Declaration really says, uh, you'll be shocked because you'll understand that they're saying, Hey, let all the non-vulnerable do whatever they want in society, but let's control the vulnerable. Let's lock the vulnerable down. Let's, and what's not said in that document is of great concern. What's also said in the document by inference is great concern. For example, it says, hey, if you're not in the <coughs> focused protection group, then you'll be allowed to do this and this and this and this and this. But they don't say that you won't be allowed if you're not in the special freedom group. If you're in the, quote, protected group, then what's the inference? You won't be allowed, right? Be very careful, ladies and gentlemen. Communism and socialism sound awesome if you're not educated enough in the principles, the sacred principles of liberty. All right, Joe Biden, by the way, granted Congress special, an exemption, if you will, from the coronavirus vaccine mandates, but... Yaz Department of Defense ordered every active and reserve member to get the shots. Joe's doing that because he knows full well, ladies and gentlemen, that if he were to rope Congress into it, they'd riot. They wouldn't tolerate it. So he gave them an exemption to try to keep all the Indians on the reservation. Oh, is that politically incorrect to say? All right. You get the inference. You get the reality check regardless, right? 
Forget your uh, cancel culture, politically correct change stuff. The truth is the truth, and that's what's being done. And you can't say it any other way. you got to call a spade a spade. I know we need civility in America. I get it, but we also can't run from the truth. By the way, antibodies exist, as I mentioned, for more than a year if you have natural immunity. But if you have antibodies from vaccines, it declines drastically five to seven months after you get the second shot. And if you don't take the second shot, you even got less immunity, they claim. But the bottom line is more evidence coming out every single day showing natural, God-given immunity a thousand times better than vaccinations with all the side effects that are known and unknown at this juncture. Protesters are at a hospital, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of people saying they're doing a good job and that we need these uh, folks at the hospital protesting. I don't think it's the best way to go about it. All I think they'll do is they'll just create more lockdowns and more anger, more hatred. Uh, and then the um, disenfranchised protester will even get more <clears throat> in your face. And I don't think it's the right hill to die on. Do I think that the hospitals are killing people? Uh, in many cases, I do, yes. Is it tragic? Without a doubt. Um, do we need to you know, be very careful? Absolutely. But at the same time, there are better ways to go about the solutions, in my opinion, uh, than protesting. Because when you just run out there and protest and yell and scream, all you're going to do is get the cops there. Uh, if the hospital, you know, it, good people that are going into the hospital to try to care for people um, are getting unfairly intimidated, I, I just don't see the real value. Now, I know some people are going to say, Sam, you got to stand up and do something. At least we're doing something. All you're doing is talking. I get it. But I want to provide guidance for people for better ways to go about solutions. And all I'm telling you is, ladies and gentlemen, that we need to start to put our money where our mouth is. Walking out into the streets, yelling and screaming for a couple of hours, and then coming home to your big screen TV, to your government refund or stimulus check or whatever. That isn't the answer. The answer is for governments to start to separate. And what I mean by that is, look, um, you don't need to take any money from the federal government at all, individually, as a family as a government, as a state, and the sooner we get off the government teat of dollars, the better chance we have to really fight their edicts. But as long as we're taking uh, money, it's kind of like, you know, your dad. And you're mad at your dad. <clears throat> dad, you're a jerk. By the way, can you give me some money and the keys to the car? That doesn't work very well, right? Anyway, on the second hour of Liberty Roundtable Live yesterday, as you know, we simulcast with TV, the Sheriff Mack show. I'm co-host of that show every Tuesdays for an hour. Sheriff Mack was not with me yesterday, but we did talk to the Houston County, Texas Sheriff Randy Hargrove. Yeah, he was doing a great job as a sitting sheriff standing up and explaining, hey, how do we peacefully deal with this? Now, I know a lot of people don't like police altogether, but I'm telling you this, at least it's an elected servant of the people who has an oath of office who we can hold to account as opposed to appointed police chiefs and everybody else there you have it anyway we also uh, meant to talk about rand paul laying into hhs secretary DeSera for failing to acknowledge natural immunity uh we partially got to that in the second hour yesterday school boards asked biden to treat parents as domestic terrorism yeah, parents are getting sick of it, and this is kind of why I say that I don't really like the protest idea. You know, you go down to your government school you know, deal, and they're shutting you out because they're like, hey, the fire code won't let us let you guys in. Or, you know, hey, you can't speak at the microphone or whatever, and they're shutting down citizens. Citizens are rioting going, wait a minute, you work for me, buddy. 
And then the altercation happens, and now the FBI is going to call the parents terrorists. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a better way. You don't go down there and protest in your government schools and your school board. All you do is take your kids out of the government schools, okay? It's the communist plank of the manifesto, the tenth one in the first place. So don't go down there and riot at the, you know, at the, at the school board meeting and get all out of control and then be called a terrorist by your government. Just take your kid out. Ladies and gentlemen, how often will your school board meet if there's no kids to meet about? How often will your government school open the doors every day if they don't have the funding because there's no kids there? See, you got to take serious action. You can't just go back to your big screen TV and wait for your stimulus check and then protest your government communist schools and complain that they're teaching your kids perverted sex and everything else. Well, of course they are. That's what they do. That's what they're designed to do. And if you're shocked, well, it's time to wake the heck up. I'm telling you right now. Anyway, Dr. Fauci, migrants coming over the border, that's not how you bring disease into the country, he says. He's off his rocker. One, of the, one out of five illegals coming in have the coronavirus, not to mention other diseases, ladies and gentlemen. Again, every time Fauci opens his mouth, he destroys his own credibility, ladies and gentlemen. Why haven't we arrested and fired this guy? Why haven't we tried him for war crimes? I don't know. But again, this is where Americans need to start pushing back. If a million Americans every day called their senators and said, listen, you've got to try this guy for treason. This guy's out of control. He created gain-of-function research. He's funding all kinds of um, ill-advised ideas. Uh, this guy's crazy. Stop him and stop him now. But see, Americans are just like, mm, give me my big screen TV. Maybe I better protest the communist school board for a while and then come back to my big screen TV. Uh, by the way, can we go out to dinner? And they live this bread and circus life and then run around and want to protest? <laughs> I don't get it. Maybe I just don't know how to connect the dots. Maybe I'm just very stupid. COVID-19 detention camps, ladies and gentlemen, are they real? Are government roundups via registrations in our future? John and Nisha Whitehead wrote this article, and, you know, you got to ask yourself about virtual COVID detention camps. Are we all in one of those right now? Yeah, you can't go anywhere unless you get your vaccinations. Yeah, you got to put your mask on everywhere you go. Are we kind of in a virtual concentration camp right now? By the way, we all need to nullify the vaccine mandate. This needs to happen at your state level, at your county level, at your family level individually. And if enough of us really simply um, nullified now, we could stop Fauci and his minions, Biden and his minions. We could stop them instantly in their tracks, but you got to have enough people to stand up and say, we're not tolerating this tyranny. We're not doing it. Until then, it's going to be an epic battle, sad to say. The United States, by the way, could lose its AAA credit rating, says Fitch. Well, that would be a disaster the bread and circus would go away if that happened there now. Why don't we go back to constitutional currency? Why don't we go back to an asset-based intrinsic value money system? That's what the founders would direct, and we had the strongest, most prosperous economic engine that was ever known when we were under that system. Now we're melting down in debt to our eyeballs, begging to raise the debt ceiling, right? By the way, the second hour Tuesday TV archives are available on brighteon.tv. Check those out. We will continue to simulcast that show every Tuesday because we're, I don't know, we're dipping our toe in the TV room. How's that? Our guest coming up in seconds. This is the one and only. Liberty Roundtable Live. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. 
More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. All right, back with you live on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. Having a fantastic time mocking those who want to have bread and circus, who want to back the 10 plagues of the Communist Manifesto, and they want to protest when everything goes awry. I think, you know, Taco Tuesday was yesterday. You know that, right? I kind of think that we ought to sue the government. Instead of getting two free tacos, we ought to have three free tacos, I'm thinking. I mean, two just isn't enough for the modern man. You know what I'm talking about? Becky Akers. <laughs> well-known author, hard-hitting anarchist, freelance writer and historian, and a whole lot more. Welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live. Thank you, Sam. It's always a pleasure and a privilege. Don't you think the only manly way is to mandate three tacos instead of two for free on Taco Tuesdays <laughs> for all, all American males? I mean, it's only the macho thing to do. You know, Sam, we have such corrupt courts. I've been going on this um, Facebook story. I don't know if you've covered that recently or not. I know a ton about it. We're going to cover it here in a few seconds. All right. I, I'm just <laughs> astounded. But, but I'm joking um, because, look, we're protesting because what? We can't have our kids educated in the government schools the way we want to? <laughs> like, what on earth are we doing? As you know, I joke about the government-mandated three tacos. I'm just saying this is how psychotic our society has become. Facebook goes down for five hours, and everybody literally melts down. Your business is ruined. Your whole, I mean, <laughs> wow, have these people become so soft. And wow, they got the, in my opinion, uh, they're going to have a, a, um, a rude awakening very soon, because I expect more of this, not less, Becky. Oh, I agree with you. Yeah, I'm, in fact, amazed they haven't 
sabotage the Internet yet. I expect that to be taken away from us at any point because really the Internet is fulfilling the function of the Committees of Correspondence in the year leading up to the American Revolution. Um, and the Internet is disseminating truth as opposed to the lies that are so uh, prevalent. Um, the, the Internet counters the propaganda from the corporate media, and I'm amazed they have not assaulted it yet and taken it down. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so it turns out <clears throat> Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg issued an apology late Monday after Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp all went down for several hours. And so he apologized to everybody, said how sorry he was, and they go on and explain that it was a switch and a couple of configuration issues that had a problem. And my question to you is this. Do you really believe right when a whistleblower is testifying before Congress about how abusive and hostile and hate-filled and manipulative and dishonest and fake news-oriented Facebook is. You really think Facebook goes down at the exact same time with an unrelated, we by mistake, pushed a misconfiguration issue uh, to the table? Do you really believe that, Becky? It really happened just coincidentally at the same time? I'm not even buying that for starters. Well, I'll tell you what, Sam. I have absolutely no sympathy for Mark Zuckerberg or his company. I hate it. I don't know much about it because I eschew all social media, but the little bit I know, everything I hear makes me hate it more. And yet, even I had to say, okay, let's get this straight. The whistleblower, quote, lost her position at the company, okay? She has an ax to grind, okay, but we're going to take everything she says at face value. And what is she accusing Facebook of? She's accusing them of wanting a profit. And then further, Facebook is guilty of giving its customers what they want. It's guilty of giving them emotional highs and lows. Um, excuse me, I just don't see how this is a scandal. This is the American way of doing business in a free market. Now, granted, we don't have a free market. We haven't had a free market for a century or more, uh, if we ever did, actually. Uh, you go back to the early history of the country, and you'll find out there were all kinds of restrictions then, too. So we have never had a truly free market. But in a free market, that is what a company does. It tries to please its customers. It's astounding to me, Sam, how the Marxists are ganging up against one of their prime uh, proponents, Mark Zuckerberg, and his company. Now, again, let me emphasize, I'm not a fan. I consider him and his company absolutely loathsome. But you know what? Nobody held a gun to my head from Facebook and said, you have to subscribe. You have to join us. Not one single person, as opposed to the government that is now sitting in judgment of this allegedly private company, which holds a gun to my head routinely and tells me, you have to take a jab. You have to give us a cut of your paycheck. You have to give us, in fact, a cut of all your income. Um, by the way, we're going to put you in jail if you don't go by the speed limits we decide on. Uh, we're also going to put you in jail if you break any of the million or more regulations by which we govern you every day of your life. So I'm, I'm just not understanding the scandal for Facebook. 
Well, let's talk about it more so people kind of get it. I completely agree with you. We'll get into the details. Here's the deal. Outage, they say, tied to string of errors. My response is not. More than five hours, the company's family or suite of apps were down to the billions who use them. They say that a cascade of mistakes caused the problem. Now, first of all, I do not believe that, ladies and gentlemen. I don't believe for one second that you had a massive outage just related to nothing more than a blip. Sorry, uh, one of our guys um, tried to run a command, backfired. We were just trying to see how much capacity was on our network. And, hey, all at the same time when this whistleblower is testifying, that it all goes down. What I think is they took it down on purpose to show you, you know what, you can say anything you want about Facebook, but we're too big of a part of your life, and you better be aware of that fact. And so they send this clear message at the same time. But then the headline says lawmakers in a hearing, or they called it the hearing, explored the roles that Facebook algorithms play in amplifying problematic content. Now, first of all, when it comes to free speech, I don't know what problematic content means, right? But they say the hearing with Francis Hodgen, that's the Facebook whistleblower, and then it talked about covered all these details about the algorithm or whatever. And I look at this and I go, well, let's talk about this for a second, ladies and gentlemen. They say it covered plenty of ground. And they talked about, well, this project manager that worked at Facebook for two years before leaving, she appeared to speak more freely in this hearing, and they had takeaways from the day. They say, citing internal research brought to light by her whistleblower, Facebook knew the harm that it was causing to people and teens. Facebook knew, 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 knew all this stuff uh, about how their uh, algorithms were amplifying content and creating hate speech, and that their algorithms only prevented 2% of hate speech, and the algorithm chooses one type of content over another, uh, etc. And it's far more sophisticated in its, quote, implications than lawmakers previously understood. And they go on and on. All right. And then they talk about the company made money. And the company, uh, you know, they talk about how the company basically made choices for profit above choices for safety and security over the Internet. And they explain how the algorithms work in layman's language, etc., and then what lawmakers could do going forward. They have this big old long, I don't know what you say, explanation about supposedly how the hearings went. And here's my problem with the whole discussion, ladies and gentlemen. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a, a serious question. Let's say that I create my own business. Imagine that in America. And let's say in my business I create this idea that I'm going to control the content on my own <clears throat> asset, my website. And I'm going to basically promote things I like and I'm going to reject things I don't like. And let's say that um, I promote things that the government doesn't like. And let's say that I reject things the government hates. I'm sorry, I reject things the government loves. So I reject vaccines, the government loves them. I promote Americans standing up for liberty. The government hates that. And so now is my content, what do they call that? Amplified content that is what? So they don't use words of criminality here. Facebook's algorithms play a role in amplifying problematic 
content. Well, what the heck is problematic content? Answer, it's content government doesn't like. Government thinks is fake news, etc. X-Insider says Facebook hit efforts to hook users. So now I put together these algorithms that you just love to click and mindlessly cruise around my website. And I've got research that shows how I can mindless, mindlessly hook you from going from item to item to item to item. Have I created any criminal activity? Let's pause and we'll come back. We want to talk to Becky Akers more about this because she's spot on. Liberty Roundtable Live in seconds on your favorite news the networks refuse to use radio station. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. President Biden traveled to Michigan on Tuesday to promote his partisan Build Back Better agenda, but found an angry group of protesters waiting for him not far from the site where he delivered his speech. About 500 people, the Detroit Free Press reported, had a very negative view of Biden being in their town. An anonymous hacker claims to have leaked the entirety of Twitch. The hacker posted a 125-gigabyte torrent link to 4chan on Wednesday, stating that the leak was intended to foster more disruption and competition in the online video streaming space because their community is a disgusting, toxic cesspool. Twitch is an Amazon-owned streaming platform. Johnson & Johnson asked the FDA on Tuesday to allow extra shots of its COVID-19 vaccine as the U.S. government moves towards expanding its booster campaign. J&J said it filed its request for people 18 and older who previously received the company's one-shot vaccine. USA Radio News. Deb's constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating kept giving her grief. She talked to her doctor to get some relief. Turns out Deb had irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC, which was a start. Saying yes to Linzess helped her do her part. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than six and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Talk to a doctor today. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Abby and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. The New York Yankees lost to the Boston Red Sox Tuesday 6-2. to That means New York, New York won't be played anytime soon at Yankee Stadium. Well, at least until next year. Chris Barnes from the New England USA Radio News Bureau reports. The Major League Baseball postseason's begun. Throw to the plate. Some defensive magic there by the Boston Red Sox in last evening's American League wild card game against the Yankees at Fenway Park. The Red Sox had some other magic moments too. The Yankees not as many, so the Red Sox won by a final six to two. They advance. The Yankees now play golf. NASA's Lucy spacecraft will launch this month on a 12-year journey to Jupiter's Trojan asteroids. The Lucy mission will include three Earth gravity assists and visits to eight asteroids, giving NASA a clue how solar systems are developed. This is USA Radio News. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, so ex-insider Francis Hodgson says Facebook hid efforts to hook users. Well, is it illegal to hook users? Is it illegal for me to have research that says, hey, you know, here's how you make money. Here's how you make a profit, even though we don't take down content that government doesn't like or whatever else, or we do take down this or we don't do that or we do that. I want to know where the crimes are. And if there's crimes, legitimate crimes, let's start arresting people. If there's not, I don't know what the hearings are about, and I don't know what this whistleblower is even blowing the whistle on. She's going, yeah, my company tried to make a profit. Uh, my company, um, you know, promoted certain kind of stuff and rejected certain kind of stuff and had special privileges for certain kinds of users and rejected certain people and manipulated everything. And they did it all to make money and they did it all to make their service grow and to make sure that you use their service as much as they possibly could get you to use it. And my question is, if, if, if Americans turned off Facebook tomorrow, the company would go dark. But if Americans want bread and circus and they want to mindlessly click through Facebook, is there a crime in that? Becky Akers, this is interesting to me. There's no allegations of crime. They just say things like, yeah, they tried to hook users. Yeah, I guess they have problematic content. Bad guys all Mark up there. And Now, I'm not defending Facebook or Mark. What I'm saying is just because we have a company that's too big and out of control and and manipulating content on their private servers, I don't see how we're going to run around then and act like we need the government to solve this thing. That's where this is headed, and that's what I'm rejecting. I couldn't agree more, Sam. It ought to concern every American that government is intruding into what is strictly a private concern, a private affair. Um, However, with all that said, and that's presuming Facebook is indeed what it pretends to be or seems to be, uh, a private company. One of the reasons I've never gotten involved with any social media is I've continued to read uh, allegations that it is a CIA front and that the deep state is heavily involved in social media and founded it and puts it out there and that, um, you know, I've read a lot of wacky theories that Mark Zuckerberg is a robot and he's controlled by the FBI and the CIA. Um, But still, there's got to be some truth there because there's an awful lot of smoke. Um, And that's all by way of saying that we are currently in a police state, a banana republic. We have completely abandoned, or at least our rulers have, not we the people, but rulers have completely abandoned even the pretense of adhering to the Constitution, let alone their other laws, okay? Um, Biden famously said a couple of months ago, eh, we don't care that it's illegal. We'll go ahead and do it anyways and see after the Supreme Court ruled. I don't even remember what the issue was now, but the Supreme Court rejected one of his claims, and Biden said, eh, we don't care. That's it. It was on the eviction moratorium. We don't care. We're going to put it through anyways and see what happens. Okay, this is illegality, and it was blatant illegality. And the man is still in office, still alive, still walking among us, uh, sleepwalking though he is. Um, but okay, we are post constitution in a banana republic and a police state, and that means that nothing 
is as it seems, okay? Everything now is fake. You don't know from day to day whether the person on the news that is getting all the attention is real or if it's a made-up story to further propagandize us, okay? This whistleblower quote, um, she could be somebody sent from the deep state to get a job at Facebook to uh, make sure that Facebook is still in the deep state's camp. And if Zuckerberg professed any kind of independence, maybe that's what's going on now is he's being punished. Um, we don't know. I don't know if this is a true whistleblower, if she's an actress, if she's a member of the deep state. Nobody knows. And I don't think we should assume that any of this is what it seems. This is likely a charade. Here's what we know. We know the Internet was built over decades. It had backings of the Pentagon, backings of deep state money via the CIA. They put it all together using government funding, government control for the decision making. Then they partnered with universities and they partnered with big tech. So you've got the government, universities, and big tech all in a triad here to build the Internet. And it was not built for freedom, even though we're using it against them right now. That's why they're panicking. They don't like it. They didn't foresee a lot of that. Uh, But the reality is they've been doing this for a long time. This is not new. This has been documented uh, to the nth degree. If you don't believe me, go study InQtel. That's one of the corporations that's a CIA corporation they used for a lot of the acquisitions and a lot of the front-end dirty work kind of a thing. And most modern social media services of today that are large uh, were built this way with government. That means deep state government, military people via the Pentagon, in bed with the universities, in bed with a few big tech companies um, that got plenty of funding from government black op dollars. This has been documented 66 ways from Sunday uh, Becky, this is not speculation. Uh, this is provable. And so now when we have Congress dig into this, it's laughable theater. And that's primarily what it is, Sam. My question is why? Why are they putting on this big show? What is going on? Um, again, if we take it at face value, every American ought to be outraged that Congress is interfering in a strictly private matter. Why is it the government's business? What goes on on Facebook? Now again, I'm taking it at face value, asking why is a private company that offers a private communication to private citizens, why is this any concern of rulers? Uh, If it is, it's a clear symptom that we are living in tyranny. Yeah, I think the reason why, I don't know if they're trying to punish Mark Zuckerberg, I don't know what they're doing, but I think the reason why is so the American people beg the government to take more control of our lives, to beg the government to, well, if you can control Facebook and you can either break them up and or regulate them heavily, then what can you regulate and what can you do next? Pretty soon the people will be begging for net neutrality to come back, begging for Facebook to be stopped and controlled, begging for Jack Dorsey and Twitter uh, to be controlled and and, and when the American people beg for more government intervention, it's pretty easy for them to jump through that opening and say, hey, we're here to help you. It's the Hegelian dialectic at its worst, which is, hey, it doesn't matter what side you pick as long as government gets more power, right? 
Oh, absolutely. That is how the Democrats and Republicans function and have functioned for decades. They've used that dialectic. Um, in the end, what always happens, doesn't matter which party it is, but in the end, what always happens is that more power goes to rulers and we, the people, are far less free. And it's hard to even scope. Even Rush Limbaugh back in the day said Titans attack are now running America. Congress sold out for good search results and campaign donations. That's a Bob Unruh piece from World Net Daily uh, back in the day. But you look at that and you go, what? Okay, this is, this is you know, really where they want. They want government in control. All right, Larry Klayman and others are taking big tech to the courts. You don't want the courts to decide everything. But they say the social media is the tool of the CIA. Seriously, writes CBS News. Tools of the CIA, Lou Rockwell.com. CIA publishes a helpful list of press releases on all the social media ventures that it sponsors via its technology arm, InQtel. Did the CIA ban Trump, Twitter's Facebook, Google, and Amazon? Okay, <laughs> we go on and on and on with this stuff. But more and more evidence is that the government created the very thing now that they're trying to use as a wedge in the Hegelian dialectic to take even more control. The question is how much control will we the people be stupid enough to give up? In my opinion is the real question, right? Absolutely. And it's it's a symptom of how indoctrinated Americans are, Sam, that they no longer pose that as their primary question should the government be involved here instead the question will be should facebook be making a profit should facebook be giving me what i want in other words the government has so indoctrinated and so distracted americans that most of them go ahead and go along with the government's agenda to say hmm, i don't think facebook ought to be doing this not should the government be at in any way at all concerned with a private company that communicates. And again, I'm taking everything at face value, presuming Facebook is not part of the deep state. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hang tight. A lot more of Becky Akers on your radio. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. How many times do I have to tell you? 
I swear, it just goes in one ear and out the other. Don't you understand English? Your children are probably too polite to tell you. Hello, those things on the side of your head aren't turnips. But they get just as frustrated when you won't listen to them as you do when they won't listen to you. Do I need to speak slower? In fact, few things show children how much they're valued and respected more than a parent's willingness to listen. Tell me what she did at work today. Studies show when parents listen, children develop better listening skills themselves. They also tend to have more self-confidence and are more likely to avoid alcohol and drugs. Now sit down here and tell me all about it. When you really listen, love is what they'll hear. Thank you for sharing that with me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Ladies and gentlemen, a lot of the information that I'm getting on this is in a bunch of different mainstream press articles and inference, but they don't go into the details. But James Corbett of the Corbett Report does. He has a whole video about the history uh, of this incutel. All right, it's uh, BoilingFrogsPost.com. For decades, the Defense Advanced Research Project, or DARPA, has been the governmental body tasked with conducting what they call high-risk, high-payoff research into cutting-edge science and technology. Responsible, most famously, for developing the world's first packet-switching network that eventually became the core of the Internet. DARPA intends to garner headlines these days for some of its more outlandish research proposals and is generally looked upon as a, quote, blue sky research agency whose endeavors only occasionally bear fruit. However, then, he says, the reality is DARPA has been behind a lot of this defense research and the builder of the Internet. Anyway, in contrast to this, they say, InQtel was created by the CIA. Yeah, listen, in 1999 as a private, not-for-profit venture capital firm, with the specific task of delivering technology to America's intelligence community. Publicly in QTEL, markets itself as a, quote, innovative way to leverage the power of the private sector by putting its finger on key emerging technologies and providing companies with the funding to bring those technologies to fruition and to market. In reality, however, what QTEL represents is a dangerous blurring of the lines between the public and private sectors in a way that makes it difficult to tell where the American intelligence community ends and the IT sector begins. Anyway, it goes on and on and on and on. But I'm telling you that James Corbett of the Corbett Report put together the definitive video on this, literally, I think, back in like 2012 range or something. It's been out for a while. And he connects the dots in a way that is shocking. Shocking, Becky Akers. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen that video, Sam. It sounds like I ought to um, because I think a lot of what he has in it is stuff I've read on different uh, truth-telling websites. Um, but DARPA, why DARPA even exists 
is beyond me. Why have we allowed an agency like this that exists solely at our discretion through our taxes? It is a reach on us. And what it does is produce harmful products. Its research is always stuff targeted against our freedom. Um, a lot of people have this idea that if it's defense, if it's labeled as defense, uh, we need to support it unilaterally. Um, they seem to think that the horrible weapons that the defense community develops for use overseas will be kept overseas. I've always been amused, Sam, at how many veterans come back from overseas where they have been violating foreigners' rights. Um, I'm thinking specifically of the checkpoints that the American forces put up in Iraq, okay, forcing Iraqi citizens to go through checkpoints and show ID. Do you know where a lot of those veterans find employment when they get back? At the TSA doing the exact same thing to American citizens. So the next time you are rah-rah, folks, for the Army and the Navy and the Air Force and for DARPA and all of the weapons that supplies these various branches of our military, understand that you are asking for the same abuses that these armed forces visit on people around the world. You're asking for those same abuses here at home. Uh, military forces never leave their evil overseas. They always bring it home. Now, that's not to say there aren't veterans that are patriotic who are going to side with we the people when it comes to shooting at our rulers. But if you think for a minute that what they learned overseas is left overseas, you are sadly mistaken. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just telling you right now, Facebook fiascos in the news, I submit to you, are nothing but theater. There's no intel this lady has that matters. Oh, my gosh, they made money. Oh, my goodness, they had their algorithms reject things that the company doesn't want and doesn't like on their systems, and they promoted and amplified things that they want on their systems, and the closest to a crime you can even make at this point, ladies and gentlemen, is, hey, they have their algorithms promote certain candidates and preserve their accounts, even though the candidates' accounts, incumbent account, accounts, violate the terms of Facebook, but yet they um, punished other people and shut off their accounts, creating some kind of a voting fiasco. I mean, that backs into vote fraud to some degree, but again, you're never going to pin the tail on the donkey. There's no crimes really being pointed to here there's just like oh bad bad facebook they're not kind to you let's have the government get them let's have the government decide okay this is disaster and all it means is more government involved in the internet more government internet takedown they don't want to use the kill switch on the internet which they already have because they know if they do that the people will go ballistic at this point they're afraid of the people the rulers are afraid of the people right now. So what they want to do is back into this slowly. Please give us the ability to, to have net neutrality. Please give us the ability to, to punish Facebook and create all kinds of regulations. And they're backing into more and more and more control as they take away more and more content of people like James Corbett of the Corporate Report, of the Corbett Report, I'm sorry, and people like me, Becky, and you and others. They're trying to back, in, back into that, right? Yes, absolutely. They the predominant narrative 
always, whether it's this story or any other, is government is seeking more control over us. And that, that's what is being broadcast every day. The whole COVID con, that's all about increasing government control over us. And so far, way too many serfs are falling for it. The whole thing with the vaccine, all about increasing government's control over us. And again, so far, way too many serfs are falling for it. You know, Sam, I saw a wonderful quote, um, although I didn't check it. I find a lot of quotes that go around on memes are not actually authentic. But this was attributed to Simone de Beauvier, and she said one reason, and I'm paraphrasing wildly, but one reason the oppressors are so strong is because they have accomplices among the oppressed. We should all think about that. That's right. In other words, How we'll never be we... destroyed from the outside. We'll always be betrayed and destroyed from the inside is the point, right? Absolutely. Government is our worst enemy. We need to understand that. Far worse than the Chinese, far worse than Russia, far worse than Facebook. Our own government is making war on us. It has been for decades. We need to understand that, and we need to start defending ourselves. We also need to be smart enough, ladies and gentlemen, to educate ourselves about what's really going on. Okay, If I'm telling you that James Corbett has a video out about Meet the CIA... All right, or meet InQtel. I'm sorry, the CIA's venture capital firm, the Corporate Report. And I tell you that you know what, InQtel is all over this thing. Go study. Type in InQtel, I-N-Q-T-E-L. All right, and you go look up what I'm talking about. And you'll see mainstream press talks about it. It's everywhere. It's the CIA's corporate front arm to to create venture capital for all these companies. You think that the government, the Pentagon, the Department of Defense. Uh, some of these players, you think they're going to invest in these companies via their corporate arm and not expect to be a partner in the fruits of that labor? How foolish are you if you think that? This is serious, serious stuff, uh, in my opinion, Becky. Understand, if they're going to put in money, they're going to want back doors. They're going to want involvement. They're going to want... And now we're having Congress literally go, by golly, Mark, you're bad. Bad, Marky. Well, come on now. How dumb That's are all we? That's all a charade designed to fool us. Wow. It's hard to even fathom that we're going down this road. Uh, and Americans are just like, yeah, Facebook, man, they've been abusing me. Get them. Get them, government. Where do you think this is going to end up in the long run? I submit to you that it smacks a tyranny in the making. Becky, are you it there? certainly isn't going to smash social media. It's far too popular. And, Sam, I really appreciated the point you made earlier that the rulers now are scared of us. Um, I think this is a little-known fact, and we really need to emphasize it. They are terrified, and they always are. I can tell you that even North Korea's unspeakable dictators uh, and murderers, mass murderers, even those people are scared to death that the people will rise against them, okay? So no ruler on the face of this earth ever can rule for long against the people. If people really love liberty, if they love it enough to die for it, they will not live in tyranny because they will not permit it. Um, 
So our rulers are terrified of us. Sam, I have been very interested in this release from the Justice Department on how they're going to start pursuing parents who show up at school board meetings and they're going to start investigating them because these parents are protesting. Okay, now what is that? That is rank fear speaking. They are petrified that parents are going to seize control of school boards and that finally their kids are going to get a genuine education instead of being indoctrinated into Marxism. Okay, now that is just absolute fear on the part of our rulers. And that's why they are so desperate that they are actually publicizing the fact that they're going to start going after parents. That said, they've said that to intimidate us. Okay, so that you will not show up at a school board. And Sam, I agree to you, the most effective thing to do in protest against all of this is to get your kid out of public school and homeschool them at home. However, I am pleased as punch to see that these irate parents have the rulers on the run. Okay, and school boards are, are calling, you know, tattling to mommy and daddy, oh, come help us, come help us. Why? Because the rulers on the school boards are petrified of parents who are protesting abuse of their children. And now these same government school boards, if you don't believe me, they're part of the 10th plank of the Communist Manifesto. Now when parents push back and say, you're not going to let my Johnny learn about perverted sodomite behavior, you're not going to let teach my kid about some kind of critical race theory that, that creates racism from the cradle. You're not going to do that in my school. Then they say, you know what? These parents are terrorists. Stop them, FBI. Stop them. That's what they literally resorted to right now. Proving the panic. Proving they're scared. Proving they don't know what to do except for call out the... What do you want to call the FBI? The attack dogs via the federal government on you? Because you don't want your kids taught critical race theory to be racist from the grave? Because you don't want your children taught perverted sex? And now you're the terrorist? And ladies and gentlemen, when we get back with Becky Aker's second hour, we'll talk about what escalating it to terrorist discussions really means. Because it's not just, oh, you're a bad guy. When they say terrorist now, you're starting to talk about the Patriot Act and all kinds of guidelines of lone wolves and everything else to find there. Pretty soon they'll be able to put you away. And they'll say, well, you don't have your rights anymore because this is wartime. Is that where they're headed? We'll talk about it with Becky Akers in seconds. Hour one in the can, hour two coming up. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio, hard-hitting news the network refused to use. No doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for October the sixth in the year of our Lord, two thousand and twenty-one. This is hour two of two. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio. Becky Akers with me, well-known freelance writer. She's a historian. Her work has appeared in all kinds of places. The Christian Science Monitor, The Washington Post, The Independent Review, 
LouRockwell.com, Forbes.com. She appears on Liberty Roundtable Live. BeckyAkers.wordpress.com if you want to learn more about that. She's also a well-accomplished author. Hailstorm, an incredible book about Nathan Hale, one of the greatest patriots ever known. And abducting Arnold, the other side of the Benedict Arnold story you probably haven't heard by your government and your government schools, I'll tell you that right now. The revolutionary new novels, buy them before they're banned, ladies and gentlemen. They are novels. Make it clear so that you can enjoy the story, and it's a great read, but they actually, they actually are full of incredible facts about American history that you ought to know. Anyway, look for them on the Internet by name, Becky Akers, Hailstorm, or Becky Akers, Abducting Arnold. Check them out today. Becky's with me. We're talking about InQtel. We're talking about the CA's venture capital firm. James Corbett of the Corbett Report is the one who really created an incredible connect the dots on this. There's been a lot of reports, a lot of places. If you just type InQtel, I-N-Q-T-E-L, you'll find mainstream press is admitting it's a front for the CIA. It's their, quote, venture capital arm. And if you think the CIA with the Pentagon and DARPA and the Department of Defense and so on, these government agencies in bed with big tech companies and in bed with corporate um, venture tied to universities. You go study it all and you'll find out the Internet was designed with backdoors to control society. And so if you think Congress getting to the bottom of this and, you know, asking Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg questions and he's just going, oh, my gosh, I apologize for Facebook going down at the same time a whistleblower is attacking me. And then it's all political theater. I don't see that the whistleblower has blown any whistles of anything we didn't already know. We already know the government built the Internet to spy and control, spy on and control you and I. We all know the Internet's got backdoors built in by the Pentagon, by the Department of Defense, by DARPA, by big tech in bed with universities. Okay, we've known this for a long time now. We know that the Intel, Intel Corp basically funded these big corporations, these big Facebooks and Twitters and, uh, you know, Googles and all these things. Okay, this is no secret. You go study and every one of these folks are in college when they all of a sudden stumble on an incredible advancement in technology. And then, hey, NQTEL funds them. Before you know it, they're not college guys now. They're big corporate, big tech guys. They were grown out of the college world in partnership with DARPA, big government, the military. And now Congress is going to go ahead and rein them in for you, Becky. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I are you kidding me right now? And everybody falls for it. And all they're doing yeah. now is setting the stage for the American people to beg for more government. Oh, please save us from Facebook. Facebook and big tech is the great evil. Let's have government save us from the big evil. And that's the saddest thing of all, is that the American people always fall in line, always do what their rulers have manipulated them to do. Uh, it's just really sad that we haven't got independent thinking patriots in the majority instead of being such a minority. Um, you know, if if most Americans would disavow this, most Americans reject the lies from government. Most Americans see and realize that government is our enemy, not our father, not our friend, not the the institution that gives us our rights. I, Sam, every time I see that, I just want to attack. When I read a letter to the editor or see in a um, you know, on a patriotic quote website someplace, how government gives us our rights. No, it does not. Government destroys our rights. 
Our rights are inviolable from the creator, and government exists solely to take away those rights. Uh, it, it puts out a lot of twaddle about what a great uh, institution it is, and these public servants have our best interests at heart. No, they don't. No, they don't. They lie. They leech off us. They, they kill our families when they send them overseas to fight wars, when they uh, recruit our sons and now daughters, our fathers and mothers to go overseas and attack and, and assault people who've never hurt us. Okay, that's what government is all about. It is our enemy, not our friend. And to fall into line now and expect these predators to protect us from Facebook. I mean, on its face, that is so absurd. To protect us from something that you don't ever have to have anything to do with, and I am living proof of that. You do not need to be involved with social media. I have successfully resisted the lure of social media since its foundation, and you can too. Yet we need government to come along and protect us from this? I don't think so. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the point. See, Americans built Facebook by their willingness to join by the millions. Americans willingly turn over all the data in their personal lives from their marriages to their bedroom habits to their everything uh, willingly to Facebook, to Twitter, to uh, Instagram, to whatever, to the point where we've created our own demise here. I mean, I get that the government built all this. But I also get that it would go nowhere if we, the people, would reject it. But, see, we love bread and circus is the real deal here, Becky. I mean, that's the real takeaway right now, isn't it? Yep. That's the takeaway, Sam, for anyone who's awake and alert. Okay. When I say we, I don't mean you and I, because I only the only thing I do on Facebook uh, is I post the show because people can see the notes and click on the show and listen or whatever. And it's a way for me to kind of spread the word about the show. But I don't spend time mindlessly scrolling on Facebook. I don't share tons of my personal life on Facebook. I used to post to Twitter as well. Uh, but when I posted the story about the Israel report, that more people were dying in the elderly uh, population from the vaccines than they were from the coronavirus, that was documented in LifeSite News and an Israeli mainstream newspaper, and I dared to report on it from overseas. Then Facebook, or I'm sorry, Twitter shut me down, saying you can't peddle that fake news. Please take down the post, and then we'll put you back up. And I said, no, I'm not taking down the post. I have every right to report on an article that's in LifeSite News that is in a mainstream press Israel newspaper, and that physicians are the ones creating this press release. I have every right to report on it. Well, they said no. Well, my account's been shut down ever since. I ought to sue them. But the problem is you can't win in the courts unless you're of the special privileged class. Okay, Facebook is documented. we got two classes of people here, right? You've got the special privilege, and their accounts are preserved no matter what, by hand, rescued, and kept alive, whereas the rest of us get our accounts shut down. We've seen this forever, all right? That's where you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Very, very serious, serious allegations. But Facebook has a history of violating the privacy of its users over and over and over. Becky? I have a question. Have you ever tried Gab? And again, I'm speaking rather ignorantly. It's not like I'm on Gab. But from what I understand, 
It does not have Facebook's um, rules. The man who founded it and runs it is a, a wonderful Christian and patriot, and I know he's growing by leaps and bounds as more and more people get fed up with Facebook's tyranny so and other skullduggery. So I'm just curious, have you ever thought about switching over to Gab? You know, I've researched Gab quite a bit. I've researched a lot of these different alternatives. I'm interested in those things. I know that Gab or one of those groups got taken down um, for several days and struggled to come back and things like that. So I support these efforts by the new media. I've I've been, uh, you know, doing my thing since 2009 with my own radio network. Before that, I helped build and create networks for other people that I had my radio shows on. Um, But you know what? One of them tried to kick me off in 2009, and I got very ticked off and overnight built my own network, and that's how we started. Uh, because you're not going to take me off the air as long as I can help it. Now, if they shut down the whole Internet, we won't have a choice. But in the meantime, I run my own independent organization, and people don't take my stuff down because they have to take down the whole Internet to get that done. <clears throat> anyway, I, I make a long story short. I'm just telling you that I appreciate these people that are trying to create new media ventures, <clears throat> and I'm willing to partner uh, with any one of them, Gab included. So, yes, I've dabbled in Gab a little bit. I haven't spent so much time going there yet. A lot of these user bases aren't that big yet either. But right. There you have it. Yeah. I was thinking that even as I asked the question that you might tell me, well, because I can't reach as many people and my audience is still on Facebook. But let me put out a plea. Um, and again, I'm the wrong person to do it for Gab, but I have, because uh, I'm not on Gab, I'm not on any social media, but I have read posts from Gab's founder and I've been very, very impressed with him. So anybody who's unhappy with Facebook, I urge you try Gab. Yes, and I do, by the way, uh, think Gab's founder is for real, meaning I think that that, that guy and, and the group there really do mean to have freedom and do really mean to have choice. Um, there's a lot of other systems that people are putting together. Mike Lindell is putting together his network of, of videos and stuff like that. I, I don't know if you know, but I started a TV show uh, in partnership with Richard Mack, Sheriff Mack. And so uh, we, it's called the Sheriff Mack Show every Tuesday on Brighty on TV. Brighty on is ran by Mike Adams, you know, the health ranger guy, yes. along with uh, yes. Alahees. The two of them uh, promote Brighty on, and we have a TV show on Brighty on now as well. Um, anyway, when we come back, I'll explain that a little bit more, and we'll talk with Becky about this. Folks, we've got to start to push back, or else, you know what? We're creating our own demise is the bottom line. You can go to Congress and complain about Facebook and watch political theater if you want to. But the reality is the control's in the hands of we, the people. Hang tight. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. As you all know, Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, It's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to
to life. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Facebook mysteriously goes down after Whistleblower Tells All. I think somehow they're just trying to tell you, you rely on this thing. Don't don't think so fast that you want government to shut us down. The battle's on for the hearts and minds of the American people, but I submit to you that as Becky wisely warned, things are not as they seem. And what is this political theater all about? I don't know. I'm not an insider, so I don't really have a clue, but I do know this. Everything they're doing is using the Hegelian the Hegelian dialectic to drive us towards begging government to save us from whatever evil seems to be facing us via Facebook or any any other social media trends and oh man they used all their intel and all their knowledge to to betray us and promote hate manipulate us and get us all hooked and all these things every company wants you to use their products more folks I'd like you to get hooked on Liberty Roundtable okay is that so bad see there's not any crimes they're pointing to. They're just trying to get to your sensibilities. They're just trying to divide you and get you in the Hegelian dialectic to say, government, help us. But I don't know. Facebook mysteriously goes down at the same time. I'm not finding that credible at all. I think it was taken down for a time. Why, again? I don't know. But the motive certainly is not to provide more freedom and more accountability. I don't believe that for a second. When has the government created more accountability, Becky? Never. Government is evil. Therefore, evil men prefer darkness, uh, which is another way of saying they don't want accountability. Um, I have read numerous whistleblowers who've said, if we really knew all that is going on, if we knew everything government is doing in our name, we would be out in the streets shooting at them. So... They are not in favor of accountability or transparency. That's all a big lie, like everything else they say and do. Uh, government, again, is our enemy. It is mankind's enemy. The sooner we rid ourselves of these intolerable monsters, the better off we'll be. All right. I just got a, an email. Government orders Google to track certain searches. The government has secretly ordered Google to track certain searches. You think they're going to be your searches, Becky? Yeah, probably. <laughs> you think they're going to be my searches? Yeah. you got to kind of ask yourself, what searches? Whose searches? Um, but here's the question. 
Where would the government get authority to force Google to track certain searches? Think about that. The Washington examiners who reported this, the U.S. government is reportedly secretly issuing warrants, listen, for Google to provide user data on anyone typing in certain search terms, raising fear that innocent online users could get caught up in serious crime investigations at a greater frequency than previously thought. Think about that for a second. I mean, you can debate if you trust the Washington Examiner, but agree or disagree with the Washington Examiner, I bet if they're reporting it, they've got the facts to prove that's what the government's ordered and is doing. They say it's an attempt to track down criminals. And so federal investigators are now starting to use what they call new keyword warrants. Just imagine a keyword warrant. And use them to ask Google then to provide them with any information on those who searched for a victim's name or address or a particular year. There you have it. Crawling through Google's search history databases enabled police, well, to find out what you've been thinking about for any reason. Right? Now people at the ACLU are rioting and all worried about it and everything else. To make matters worse, they say police are currently doing this in secret, which means there's no regulation when it's secret. They're just violating the law. Google, of course, has defended its response to the warrants and claims that it's protecting its users. Yeah, glad they're protecting us there. You look at that and you go, wow. The government's really the problem here, Becky. You can see it right now. They're violating and all of our they, rights, all in the name of, yeah, quote, protecting us. That's always their plea. We're protecting you, so you should cooperate with us. Uh, I have to say, though, that this business with Google has been going on for decades by the NSA. Okay, the National Security Agency funnels all electronic communications through its search engines. In fact, every phone call you've ever made, every email you have ever sent is captured by the NSA. So this idea that this is something new, this is a new assault on our freedom. No, the CIA or the NSA has been capturing all electronic communications for several decades now. Um, what do they do with it? I, I think one of the reasons they get yeah, a pass on all this is because so far, there's been very little repercussion, okay? It's not like you can talk with your brother-in-law on the phone and badmouth Joe Biden and give a football chant and CIA or other cops show up on your doorstep to take you away. But someday that will happen. The other big advantage to keeping records of everything anyone says or uh, emails is because you can then retroactively search through it when Mr. Smith shows up at a school board meeting to protest that his son is being taught sodomy in the classroom, okay? What do you do to silence Mr. Smith? Uh, excuse me, sir, but about 10 years ago, you critiqued Obama, 
and we have your conversation right here. In fact, you called for his assassination, and we recorded that. That's illegal, sir, so you're going to be taken away if you dare ever show up at another school board meeting. Ladies and gentlemen, this is getting worse by the second. Okay, because um, uh, how do we prevent from getting caught in the dragnet? Now, they say anybody who rejects vaccinations, anybody who won't wear masks, anybody who is dubbed a domestic terrorist now, anybody who they say peddles fake news, who determines fake news, your government, in bed with all these companies they've created, all right, you put all this together and you say they're literally starting to declare war on all of us and dub us all as terrorists. Well, when you call somebody a terrorist, now you don't have your God-given inalienable rights as a citizen. Uh, wartime takes over, and they've got all kinds of wartime laws and regulations on the books via the Patriot Act and Homeland Security and, and, and so on to the point where, you know what, you're considered an enemy combatant, not a citizen, and you don't have uh, any rights to due process, to a speedy trial, to any of these things that you and I believe America stands for. They're taking that all off the table under this quote, you're dubbed as a terrorist, you're a domestic threat, therefore, hey, wartime rules come into effect, and you know what, you're an enemy combatant. Sam, that's what they're doing now, Becky, and they're backing into this piece by piece. Oh, absolutely, and let's not forget either that about... I think it was probably eight or nine years ago, military indefinite detention was authorized for American citizens in the National Defense Authorization Act. This is an annual bill that Congress renews and uh, under the guise of funding the military, and therefore they have all kinds of misguided patriots and conservatives supporting the NDAA. And there's a huge outcry every year if Congress doesn't go ahead and pass the NDAA. And there's all kinds of pork in this bill. Since it is a must-pass bill, every Congress critter lines up to get his pork into it, and they get it every year, okay? And one of the things that was larded into it, uh, again, I don't remember the exact date, but eight or nine years ago, something like that, was a um, provision that any of us can be detained indefinitely if we are deemed to be crossing the government's interests. Okay? So any dissident can at any time be taken away in the middle of the night and no due process. You are not given a trial. You're simply locked up and the key is thrown away. Now, folks, this is something right out of the Soviet Union. And the fact that this has been out there for a decade and there's been very little commentary on it. In fact, aside from me and maybe two or three other people, I haven't even read any columns written about it. I was one of the only people to object to this. Now, that's, that's outrageous. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. Becky Aker, Sam Bushman, and Seconds right here on Liberty Roundtable Live.
proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. President Biden's open border policy is having a fatal effect on migrants trying to get to the U.S.-Mexico border. At least 50 migrants have died in the Panama jungle as they tried to reach the United States. Migrants face brutal conditions as they made attempts to cross the Darien Gap from Colombia. One Haitian migrant said many people died in the jungle. I saw about six people die in front of me in the river. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy spoke out Tuesday at a new Department of Justice policy intended to crack down on alleged threats of violence against school officials by parents. Quote, President Biden's latest decision is part of a disturbing trend in the Democrat Party to silence parents. We should encourage family participation in our schools. End quote. The New York Yankees season came to an end 6-2 to as the Boston Red Sox win Tuesday night's American League wildcard game. USA Radio News. On January 29th of last year, I was a stroke victim, but some patients can't even get the proper medication because of stringent insurance practices. Doctor, doesn't seem like America, does it? No, it does not. And first of all, I'm very sorry that you had that experience. Uh, it is not like America. This is not the way it should be. PCSK9 inhibitors, which were uh, released and approved, rather, by the FDA in 2015, the summer of 2015, uh, have experienced uh, unprecedented barriers for access by the payers of the insurance companies. They're human monoclonal antibodies made by an immortal cell line. They're not little drugs that are just punched out on an assembly line. Wow. Um, but what I can tell you is this, that uh, the PCSK9 inhibitors um, clearly lower LDL cholesterol effectively. I mean, that has been well documented. If you think you have a heart problem, what's the best thing to do? Oh, my God. If you think you have a heart problem, talk to your doctor. Somewhat similar to Earth. Yeah, similar. I think I can pick up something visual. Some news broadcasts using a system I think they once called video. Television was the colloquial term. Put it on the screen. William Shatner will make it to space. For reals. Chris Barnes from the New England USA Radio News Bureau reports. A big announcement from actor William Shatner of Star Trek fame and, of course, so much else. He says he will be going into space soon. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Well, that ship has sort of sailed, but he will be going into space, he says, aboard the Blue Origin New Shepard rocket when it lifts off next on October 12th. And he'll become the oldest person to fly into space at 90 years of age, breaking the record set by aerospace pioneer Wally Funk, who flew aboard the Blue Origin's first flight when he was 82. Filing from our New England Bureau for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. We are USA Radio News. Are you an enemy combatant, ladies and gentlemen? Are you a lone wolf? Parents refuse to be intimidated by Biden's attorney general labeling parents as domestic terrorists. If that's not enough for you, listen to this. National School Board, National School Boards Association, angry parents are domestic terrorists. Biden must stop them. With FBI and the Patriot Act, the NSB or the NSBA, that's the National Whatever School Board, right? Wants the DHS, FBI, 
Secret Service and the Department of Investigations to investigate people who show up at school board meetings. Yeah, you need to quit showing up at them school board meetings, people. See? And that that's where we're headed. You literally have right now Biden's attorney general and this, quote, national school board whatever group literally openly saying, hey, national school boards associations, they say we're domestic terrorists, and they're ready to pull out all the stops to go straight on against parents, literally calling them terrorists. So you got to start to understand, are you guys going to be enemy combatants? Are you guys going to be considered terrorists? Because all the rules change with your God-given inalienable rights and the checks and balances in America the second they make those claims because wartime powers start to come into effect, Becky. This is not a joke. No, this is not. And, you know, I had had, uh, written about this um, intimidation yesterday, and a reader contacted me, and I thought he had an excellent point. He said, what have we heard all our lives? If you don't like the way things are, get involved with the political process. If you don't like the way the schools are run, get involved with your school board. <laughs> he said, now we're doing that, so let them shut up, because we're doing exactly what they told us to do. I thought that was excellent. Hoist them in their own petard. Well, it is, but at the same time, this is evil. People don't realize what a shift uh, we're making. And so you say to me, Sam, come on now. Uh, you know, you're, you're talking extreme here. They're not going to call me a terrorist. I've been a good guy all my life. Look, 18 months ago, what if I said to you they're going to force you to wear a mask just to get groceries? You would have said, Sam, you're off your rocker. What if I would have said they're going to force you to wear or um, receive a, an experimental vaccine? It's not even really a vaccine. It's an experimental Gene therapy, I would submit to you that it's a bioweapon. They're going to force you to take a bioweapon gene therapy emergency authorization, not even evidence of it being safe or effective. We're proving that it's neither. Uh, But they're going to force that on you even to work, to get a paycheck, to then be forced to wear a mask and show your vax card to go get groceries. If I would have told you that 18 months ago, you would have thought I was off my rocker crazy. So when I'm telling you that they're now literally moving the goalposts, they're literally calling everyone domestic terrorists because you're a domestic terrorist if you're an anti-vaxxer. You're a domestic terrorist if you won't wear masks. In fact, you ought to be arrested and fined. If you don't believe in global warming or climate change, they're already talking about arresting people that don't believe in those things. Okay, they're moving towards this, calling us all enemy combatants, domestic threats, terrorists, or whatever else, at an alarming rate under every topic under the sun. And they're just getting started, Becky. Oh, absolutely. But I'll tell you what gives me great hope in all this, Sam, is under God, our guns. Okay? Americans are heavily armed, and we are actually buying guns at unprecedented rates. Uh, I know everybody's heard about the national ammunition shortage. That's solely because patriots, well, government's involved there, too, buying up for bureaucracies, so that the post office can shoot us when we go out for our mail. Why the post office needs ammunition, I do not know, but there you have it. Um, But at any rate, Americans are buying up guns and ammo at such prodigious rates. They are blowing records out of the water as far as gun shop owners and 
uh, different companies. I read a press release from I forget which gun manufacturer saying that his 20, 21 sales had already exceeded 2020, which had exceeded 2019. I mean, we are armed to the teeth. And when we spoke before about rulers fearing us, this is why. Because we can back up what, hap- what we say we're going to do uh, with our guns. Now, when you read about Australia and the horrific tyranny that its government has unleashed on the serfs there, um, understand that those serfs were first disarmed. Okay, there was a, a uh, quite a lengthy process and indoctrination and propaganda from the government to get Australians to give up their arms, what are they now? Sitting ducks. They can do nothing. Uh, there, there have been massive protests in Australia, but basically uh, what the government wants to do, the government's going to do because people cannot shoot back at it. And I have a lot of respect for the Australian patriots who've stood up regardless who have showed up by the hundreds of thousands, even by the million, to protest the tyranny. Um, but understand they're in a very different position than we are. This is why it is essential that we never cave on the Second Amendment. And that's my personal line in the sand. When the government starts coming after our guns, that's when I start shooting back. Uh, I hope all of you will adopt that as your personal line in the sand, too. Uh, we cannot let our guns be taken from us because they are all that keep us free uh, under the limited freedom we still have. To double down on Becky Aker's point, why is the post office stockpiling ammo? you got to ask that question. Well, if you debate our news sources, why is the post office buying bullets? Bloomberg. So I put those two questions back to back. Why are they buying bullets? And why are they stockpiling ammo? Huh? This is a serious question, folks. And I'll tell you the answer. Ready? Because you're a terrorist. You're an enemy combatant, and they need bullets to stop and to deal with enemy combatants when they get a little squirrely there. Becky, that's where these people are (laughs) headed. Oh, yes, absolutely. And, uh, you know, anytime you hear a politician or a bureaucrat talk about gun violence, understand they're not talking about their own. Because government perpetrates far more gun violence than any private human being ever could, okay? All you have to do is look at the um, numbers of dead in the various wars government has prosecuted. Um, I don't remember offhand the exact figure for Afghanistan, Sam, but isn't it something like 6,000 Americans dead in Afghanistan, let alone all the innocent civilians that were killed uh, in Afghanistan? Okay, now, which private murderer do you know that has racked up 6,000 deaths? (laughs) All right. So government really puts us in the shade when it comes to gun violence. And nobody should ever believe a word any politician says about gun violence because it is a self-serving agenda to take our guns away from us, just like they took Australians away from them. And if we cooperate, we will wind up in the same position Aussies are in today where they are being incarcerated for weeks on end in their own homes where they are beaten to the ground by cops when they set foot outside their homes. Anybody who wants that kind of future here, you go ahead and give up your guns. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen.
This is serious, serious indeed. And I don't know if you know, but Rand Paul warning right now uh, that the uh, Joe Biden plans to sign the International Small Arms Treaty, uh, which means gun registry globally for us all. That's where they're headed. That's literally where they're headed. Uh, next headline from Forbes says this. Why are federal bureaucrats buying guns and ammo? Listen, $158 million spent by non-military agencies. This is Forbes, ladies and gentlemen. Think about that. This was reported over three years ago. Education Department is just one of 53 federal administrative agencies that have literally bought ammo, arming themselves to the teeth. Now, isn't it the Education Department now taking the beating when, quote, parents <clears throat> speak out, and now you're finding out the Education Department is armed to the teeth, Becky, along with the post office and everybody else? This is, we should expect nothing else, Sam. This is a classic and defining characteristic of police states the world over. They want to take our guns away from us so that we can't defend ourselves while they are heavily, heavily armed. Uh, you know, again, I, I hate to keep repeating myself, but it bears enormous repetition, and that is government is our enemy. It always has been. Government is the realm of coercion of physical force. When you bring physical force against another human being, you are that person's enemy. And that is what government does to us. Um, it should be pretty self-evident. You don't go up to your friends and punch them one, okay? But somebody threatening you, you punch. You use physical force against them. This is All right, hang tight. Becky Anchor's with me. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is 
money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. I know a lot of our non-religious listeners get sick of me doing this, but I got to do it anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason you're in such turmoil in America, the reason the divide-and-conquer tactic is working so well in the republic, the reason we're losing the culture war, uh, the reason we got government arming themselves to the teeth because they're afraid of we the people, the reason that everything is falling off the rails is because we've turned our back on Almighty God, Becky. I couldn't agree more. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to fix it, the last thing you should do is complain about Mark Zuckerberg and go to your government because a whistleblower tells you that Big Mark is evil. Okay, well, you need to reject that dishonest, false narrative. You need to reject the Hegelian dialectic. You need to get your kids out of the government school. We won't have any terrorists anymore because the government schools will be shut right on down. Uh, And then what we need to do is we need to literally turn to our God and repent as a people, as individuals. We need to have God-ordained marriages, one-man, one-woman marriages become... uh, the time-tested truth that we used to subscribe to. We need to have families, traditional families, under God's law, guidance, and commandments. We need to become a moral people. Uh, If we're a moral people, God can heal our land and protect us. If we're a moral people, we have claim to blessings that he's promised to those who follow him. Who keep his commandments? Who okay? This is very simple and very clear. But what we want to do is continue to rage against the machine, continue to violate God's laws, uh, you know, peddle and bread and circus all the day long, and then wonder why everything's running off the rails and we have a dangerous country and simply government agencies that seem so kind. Okay, like the education department, literally arming themselves to the tree to the teeth with hollow points and everything else. They want to come after you if you don't have your government loan. They want to use the IRS in partnership and kick your door in and haul you out. Okay, that's what these people do. And ladies and gentlemen, we've got to get wise to it and say, you know what? We're going to reduce these unconstitutional government agencies. They're going to be gone. We're going to push back on these government agencies trying to disarm us while arming themselves to the teeth. What's up with government bureaucrats disarming us, but then they act like government agency status gives them the ability to arm themselves to the teeth with our tax dollars? Folks, you've got to start to wake up and stand up and call a spade a spade here. I know we want to be civil and kind, and I'm not preaching war, but they're declaring war on us. When I sit here and tell you I don't believe in the vaccines, I don't believe they're safe and effective, and I have evidence galore on my side, then they want to say, Sam, you're a terrorist. You shouldn't be able to report that fake news. Now what? I'm a terrorist? See, where does this end? And I don't think it ends well, ladies and gentlemen, unless we turn to God, Becky. You know, Sam, it's fascinating to me how frequently the founders insisted that only immoral people could be free. And they were very clear on that, that if you are, if your country is not moral, you're not going to be free. Why is that? It's because a moral person will not accept money that has been stolen from his fellow citizens, okay? And really, that's at the heart of all of this. Once you are a moral person, once you have accepted Christ as your Savior, and you are a Christian, and you are practicing his morality, 
you will refuse to take money stolen from other people. Whether you are a welfare mama or whether you are a corporation, you'll refuse to work for such corporations if they are taking money stolen from other people by taxation. So I think that was the reason that the founders were absolutely insistent that only a moral people could be free. As soon as we start looking to government for our livelihood, as soon as we start thinking, you know what, taxes are the price I pay to live in a civilized society, as soon as we start uh, believing that kind of propaganda and we say to ourselves, well, taxation is okay, it's, it's not immoral. If it were immoral, why would the government be doing it? As soon as we swallow the lie that taxation is not theft, that if enough people vote for it, then that's okay. If enough people vote for the school levy, it gives the school the right to steal more money from us in property taxes. As soon as we give in to that lie, we have become immoral and we will no longer be free. Because the way government bribes the serfs to accept its tyranny is it makes them more and more dependent on it for bread and circuses. How many people do you know now that directly or indirectly get their paycheck from government? They may work directly for the school district. Uh, they may be a teacher, a custodian, a bus driver, or they may get their money indirectly by working for a corporation that is heavily financed by government, or government is one of its major customers, or government is supplying grants for its research department, okay? Uh, all of this is immoral. All of this is founded on stolen money. Or government is providing be... special rules for protection. You look at all these big pharma companies and not only does government fund them directly with your tax dollars but what government does is prevent any liability so since 1986 the vaccine injury compensation fund was put in place where the taxpayers are on the hook if vaccines are proven to be not safe or effective and go wrong they've already spent over four billion dollars to date when vaccines have gone wrong so they hide the reality from the public they protect these big pharma corporations and they put the taxpayer on the hook for when it goes wrong and then deceive you, telling you that they're safe and effective, lying and engaging in fake news. And that's another example of what they do oftentimes, Becky. And a moral person will not tolerate lies like that. So, again, moral people don't buy government's propaganda. And we have seen propaganda unlike any that has ever existed before this last 18 months. Where are the Bible-believing Christians, Sam, protesting all the propaganda? I don't know about you, but my churches closed their doors immediately when governors, quote, suggested they do so. Instead of standing up against the lies and the propaganda, most pastors ran scared in front of their uh, governors. And so this is why moral people only remain free. Immoral cowards never do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Senator Rand Paul just emailed and said this. When Fauci was asked this last weekend if Americans would be able to spend Christmas together, he said, we'll have to wait and see. So Fauci <laughs> literally thinks he's the authority on where you spend your holidays. He thinks you're just running around waiting for him to make our personal decisions. 
Okay, this is the kind of stuff. I don't know why we haven't arrested Fauci yet, but Trump didn't even have the guts to fire him. And now this guy literally is saying, you know what? We're going to have to wait and see if you can spend your holidays with your family, Becky. No, no. Uh, I'm sorry, Sam, but anyone stupid and cowardly enough to think this guy should control that decision. You know what? They deserve to stay home alone at Christmas. And here's the problem, though. If you spend time with Christmas, then they'll say, hey, you're spreading the coronavirus. You're now a terrorist. See? <laughs> Let them do that. And when they come to arrest us, then we all stand up together and defy them with our guns. That's the answer to that little quandary. And ladies and gentlemen, that's a sad reality. We're not promoting violence or promoting the use of guns against government officials. However, if they're going to declare wartime and declare you a terrorist, and they're going to use these enemy combatant laws against you and deny you due process, deny you the checks and balances that made America great, deny you your God-given inalienable rights to find in the Declaration of Independence, I don't want to declare our independence, ladies and gentlemen, but they may force the issue. That's the point we're getting at. Look, these people are arming themselves to the teeth. The post office literally has AR-15s. The education department literally has all kinds of guns and weapons and hollow point ammunition. So while ammunition's harder for you and I to get, it's easy for government to get. The reason you can't get any ammunition is because the government bought it all. I've got friends now trying to create ammunition plants. Because we need more ammunition. We need the ability. Okay, but what happens when they deny you the ability to have ammunition and they violate your gun rights and they enter enter into these sovereignty-violating UN treaties, small arms treaty on the right to keep and bear arms? Okay, where do we go? Fossey's saying, hey, you're not even going to spend Christmas together if I say you're not. You got that? And the American people are going, well, why are these federal bureaucrats buying all these guns? Because they think you're the enemy and they're ready for war. They're scared and they're going to arm themselves to the teeth to protect themselves against we the people. They're setting the stage for this. I don't want this. I want peace. I follow the prince of peace. We've made that clear for 25 plus years on the radio. But ladies and gentlemen, they're taking away our ability to be peaceful. Because at some point we have a God-given obligation to protect ourselves from these out-of-control power-hungry, drunk-on-power thugs that are stealing everything that America has been known for. And they're doing it quickly, ladies and gentlemen. It's a race to the finish line, sad enough, right now. Will we, the people, repent and turn moral, and God will help us and we'll protect ourselves from these goons? Or will they just simply have their way with us, as Fauci wants? No, you're not going to spend Christmas together. We're not going to let you celebrate Christ. No, we're not going to let you worship in your church. If you go to church, you're a domestic enemy. If you go to church, you'll be arrested. If you hold church, you will be arrested. This is where it's, we're already there. And I know folks are going, Sam, don't, don't make too big of a deal of it. We're there, folks. When they say you can't go to church or you're a terrorist, you can't go to church or hold church or you're getting arrested, these people have lost their minds. All right, Becky, final word's yours. That's one reason why the church's closing last March, my, by my estimate, 5% of churches remained open. Only 5% chose to obey God rather than men. Okay, That was all a trial balloon that was floated by the government to see what will happen when we close them down for good. And I say right now to every single pastor out there who cooperated and shut his church's doors, 
may the Lord judge you. May the Lord hold you accountable and judge you with the same ruthlessness which with, with which you shoved your parishioners outside and slammed the doors in their faces. And Sam, I received heartbreaking email after heartbreaking email from Roman Catholics, from Protestants of every denomination, lamenting that in during a, quote, pandemic, they didn't even have the consolation of church. And think about there, this, there in Idaho, not words, in Idaho, Becky, people even in Idaho, people even tried to meet outside uh, to yes. have church and they even got arrested. Yes. And the pastors are at fault for all of this. Cops wouldn't dare swoop down and arrest people if pastors to a man or if the vast majority of pastors or even a simple majority of pastors had stood up and said, we obey the Lord. We do not listen to godless governors trying to shut us down and shut us up and keep us from proclaiming the gospel. We will obey God rather than men. If even a simple majority of pastors have stood up, we would not currently be in this mess we're in. I hold them responsible and I pray God be them. Ladies and gentlemen, literally months after that, they admitted if you're outside and spread about a little bit, there's not really a danger of coronavirus spreading anyway. They admitted to all that. But yet they arrested people for having church outside. See, we're talking about godless goons in government deciding that it's your God. That's the plan of communism in your face, ladies and gentlemen. We better turn to the real God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and we better do it soon. If we want his protection. All right, two hours in the can, Sam and Becky. Check out Becky's incredible novels. Look for them by name Becky Akers, Hailstorm. Becky Akers, Abducting Arnold. Do it today. Thanks for being alongside for the ride for Sam and Becky. God save the Republic of the United States of America.